According to the National Council on Problem Gambling, 15% of Americans gamble at least once per week. But that's with money. So how often do we bet on ourselves? Based off on an article from wealthresearchgroup.com, only 98% of people die without fulfilling their dreams. So it seems like many people don't want to bet on themselves. So should one give up stability for happiness amongst the 2% of people living a fulfilling life? We'll talk about this and more on So About Yesterday. So about yesterday, and I am back alive in full effect. And I am just want to say for the record, I am proud of my host doing an amazing job holding down the fort while I was out sick and out cold. So normally I would ask how y'all are doing, but I'm gonna let y'all know how I'm doing. I'm feeling a lot better. I'm still coming off the cold. My poor wife got uh, not she got sick. She got food poisoning, uh, but thank God I didn't get her sick. But other than that, um, I'm doing good. Thank you for the love. Thank you for all the emails and the phone calls. You guys have been amazing. Um, But yeah, I I feel good. It feels good to be back. It feels weird. But it feels good to kind of be, you know, at home. And and speaking of home, um, right now with JR at his uh, home uh, in uh, Kentucky, uh, (laughs) we have Sarah in L.A. Hello. So how have you guys been? What what was it like to record a show without me? It was a little bit hard. Um, ha, I knew I, it. It's interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I think we didn't have that great, like, one, that big one line that he does. Like, the things that, the way you come in mm-hmm. and, and start us off, it's amazing. I love how Cyrus started off with the, the, uh, the definition and stuff yes. like that. It was good. But... It's one thing reading a definition, not to take away what you did. I appreciate you because you made <laughs> it. <laughs> but it's another thing, like how you bring it all together, Chance. Like you, I think me and her were. It was just yeah. country. That's how we have it. You have the panache. But I think you bring us back to like where we need to be, back Such, on track and stuff like that. Such good segues. I appreciate yeah. this. Speaking of, no, continue. This is this is fine. I mean, Sarah. I mean, yeah. Let's brush this fucking more. ego anymore. Yes. Yeah. Bring it on. Man, man. Like, so I'm. Man, you were just holding it down. You were just. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it, man. It's man. I tried. Um, yeah. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm just. I mean, any more compliments or anything else? What, Webster's Dictionary says that love is. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Uh, she's just reading off the website. <laughs> no cheat sheet. No, but, um, no, but it's awesome. I have to say that it's a huge blessing to record with you guys every week, and it's very rare um, that people actually get to do what they love. And that's actually what today's show is about, is living uncomfortably so you could eventually live comfortably uh, in your life. Uh, So before we go any further, you guys, when we first talked about this podcast and you heard about this show, was there a little bit of resistance of, man, that's cool that we can do this podcast, but I don't think this is going to work. Were there any doubts in your mind? 
like doubts. I, I was more because somebody else offered for me to do a podcast with them, and it, it just fell through. So I just felt like it was talk, and I didn't know if it if it was going to turn out okay, and I I didn't know how I was going to react on it. It's one thing saying, "Oh, I'm going to talk on something." It's another thing like, "Are you going to talk on it?" You get what I'm saying? It's it's like. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to say? Is anybody going to really fucking listen to what the fuck I'm saying? Right. Those are the things that you want to consider and think about. Um, right. Everybody now like that I talk to is like, oh, I want to be on the podcast. And then I realized, I'm like, do you? Do you know what it really takes to keep up a conversation? You know what I mean? Do you yeah. know what it takes to do what, what we do? And I'm not saying like to belittle them, but it takes dedication and, it, and it's something that you have to lose love to do and this is something I found like there, like I said I think I said this before people grow up they play baseball and they're good at it because they love doing it people play basketball and all these different sports because they love doing those things <clears throat> and it's hard to find those things that you love to do and I think this one thing and I appreciate you guys opening it up for me like Sarah told me hey like told Chance to yeah. invite me onto the show yeah. and I became a part of it. Yeah. Like you said, hey, let's call up JR and see if he wants to be on it. And right off the bat, like at first I was a little bit nervous and then it just works out that way. It works out perfect. So do you think it always takes that push initially that if people had the initial push, Sarah, that people would be more willing to go after their dream? Because I yeah, think when it came I, to you guys, it was like not pulling teeth, but I was just like, hey, Sarah, I know you're interested in getting into multimedia uh, formats such as like video, audio, podcast. Starting this podcast, um, so you wouldn't be interning, you'd actually be working with me. <laughs> Do you think that uh, if I didn't throw that out there, that you'd be content? I know you have Sipping Liberty. But, I mean, outside of that, do you think because of me throwing that out there and saying, hey, instead of you working for me, let's work together and putting that idea in your head that, hey, you know. Well, I think it requires a certain amount of um, positive feedback. Like, even for you uh, telling me, like, hey, you're not going to be just, you know, BSing on like the show and you know editing some stuff like like I'd like you to be on it um I was like okay we'll try that um same thing with like uh Jonathan like um hey we should add him on the show I think uh his opinions and like his voice and just everything like the whole package I think it would work well with our um like back and forth and, and and letting him know, like, no, you would definitely be an asset to the show. Like, giving that certain amount of positive feedback, like, telling people, like, you would be good on it um, is imperative to getting people to, like, kind of take that leap. So what about the negative feedback, though? Because you have a lot of people that are aspiring actors, singers... Or just in general, let's say a, a firefighter. You know, hey, I aspire to be a firefighter. Let's go even deeper. It's just in general, like people. What we're, what we're trying to get at is like, you say you want to do these things and you haven't taken that leap. Like you are good. You feel as though, like, hey, 
I work in this office. I think I'm good here. I'm stable where I'm at. And you may want to be a fireman, but in your mind, you're like, ah, I got to drop all this weight or I got to do this or I got to do that. And I think people are so scared of taking a leap of faith and dropping something that they've been working at for so many years. And they're not happy. They're doing this nine to five thing, thinking that's that's what they wanted to do or whatever it is. And they're doing these things and like all of a sudden they just change it up. But with Sarah's, uh, just what Sarah was saying, because of the positive reinforcement, that kind of catapults people into the trajectory of following their dreams. Exactly. You have a lot of naysayers that'll say, you know what? You're terrible at this. You'll never make it. So if anything, that should be fuel. Then that should be fuel for you to do it even more. But as human beings. Yeah, as human beings, I know that that once you hear negativity and and it sits in your brain and it fucking stirs in there, it rots. But that's the thing, though. You have to push yourself. I'm going to be. Yeah, I think I think we have like uh, something innate in us that if we want to do it, especially people that are very. like independent or like I'm gonna do it anyways like whenever I want to get my hair cut I'm like don't care what everyone says I'm gonna do it um but I think also like the positive feedback helps because even if it's like a small amount like people that uh I know even if I you know for like a second told them like yeah I'm doing a podcast maybe you want to listen to it but you don't they think would that like oh your voice sounds so good for a podcast Whoa. like it, it hyped me up you but, know you don't wanna, but you don't think that the positive feedback can also be very dangerous because there's always room for improvement, mm-hmm. absolutely. But if someone, if you kind of gas someone up enough and they hear, oh, well, like like little, little Susie, the little imaginary girl that I'll talk about, she can't sing for anything. Uh, but the whole world says, you know what, Susie? You sound great. The next thing you know, Susie has all these compliments from all these people who want to be nicer and give her positive reinforcements then she goes ahead and tries out for maybe like a play and then she gets the reality saying Susie um, who told you could sing? Well everybody, my mom my dad, my friend said I could sing, then they make themselves look like Bobo the Fool. So how do we separate uh, negative comments and negative feedback? How do we how do we separate negativity from feedback? How does one, because when you aspire for, you know, doing your own podcast, doing your own movie, making your own song or album, there's a lot of naysayers, yes, but at the same time, some of that non-positive feedback is constructive criticism. So how does one separate that? Well, how do you... Well, then you have to look into yourself and, like, honestly... Be your own critic. Like you have to be your worst critic. You have to be that person. Like, like you're saying, little Susie, who, like, let's be honest. You you know what people sound like when they sing good, right. all right? And if somebody's telling right. you, giving you that, like, yeah, you sound great, honey. No, you have to be that person. Like, you know what? Uh, I heard what great sounds like, and this is not close to it. And I know internally, sometimes we feel inside that we're never going to be that great. We're never going to be that good. And we could, we might be. And that's that, that, that thing inside to maybe either push you or deter you from what you want to do. But you have to, you have to give yourself a reality check. So would it be fair to say that there is a nice balance of sweet and sour when it comes to feedback? 
such as sure. Susie. I, I really see that you love singing, and I and I have and I see that you have the potential to be like a Grammy-winning artist like Taylor Swift. But you know, like Taylor Swift, she had to practice and work her butt off every day. And right now, I don't think you're where you could be. So, do you think that there's a possibility that if people restructure the way they give the positive feedback, then that'll help someone jumpstart their dreams, per se? Do you think I'm going to be as nice? You're going to have people that say you suck. You're going to have people say you're good. People that give you constructive criticism will probably be. I don't know. That's far few in between. But what do you think is really going to catapult people into the two percent of fulfilling their potential? Just having that like gumption to keep doing it. I mean, the consistency. Where you were talking about, uh, I think Jr. was or uh, Jonathan was saying like constantly uh, doing the podcast over and over. I mean, the consistency is there. Um, it's something that we consistently want to do. Like, it's right. not something that we're just, you know, going to a nine to five job, like we're passionate about it. So you're going to want to do it all the time. Uh, so even if people are saying yay or nay to what you're doing, um, it still makes us happy doing it. So it's we're passionate about doing this particular podcast. We're passionate about talking to people. So it's, it's something that we're like invested in, you know? So as someone is invested in something, regardless of what people might say, whether it's positive, constructive, non-constructive feedback, that should kind of roll off the backs of people just like water on a duck. Because to to, Jay, to Jonathan's defense, Jonathan, you know, he was... It, it's just... I don't know. It's just I feel like if someone told me that I suck, at podcasting and enough people said that I'd be like you know what alright if this says it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck maybe I do suck and there's room for improvement or maybe I was never meant to be a duck at the end of the day or maybe you weren't trying harder you remember Michael Jordan yeah. Michael Jordan was told by his basketball coach he should never play basketball and they told Walt Disney he didn't have creativity so Einstein failed math Right, so it's very easy to shoot someone's dream down. I don't believe in shooting anyone's dream down because you never know where anyone's going to be. Like, I I do music for some of you guys who don't know. I do music, and um, in my last live show, there was a gentleman, there was a group that, really nice guys, really awful set, really nice guys. And I always, I talk to their manager, and their manager is saying, you know, I come to these shows, I see these independent artists performing, and there are some people that are good and some people that are bad. And what I learned is that for the bad artists, some of those bad artists got signed. And if I would have been nice to those bad artists, then I probably could have opened up a door for myself and, <coughs> excuse me, my other uh, clients to kind of do, uh, to, to, to do songs and work together. So... When it comes to giving criticism, I think that we have to be very careful. I think it's also about having like a good uh, base of friends or people that like boost you up. Well, it's still um, easy to surround yourself with people that don't. Well, that's a yeah, that's the thing. Like there, there are so many people that maybe uh, give you that uh, 
constructive feedback and they, you know, they let you know and you can like, you can work on that. If someone gives you constructive feedback and you say, okay, I'm going to work on that. And maybe like, maybe it bothers me a little bit, but, um, or maybe a lot. And it, but having like people like you and Jonathan that tell me like, oh, you're so good at this. Like, thanks for, you know, <laughs> doing the last like, episode, like intro or <laughs> like, I like your podcast that you're doing or even just like me having friends that are like, oh my God, like I listen, you know, each, each week. And I really, I like that topic that you did or like, here's an idea that I was thinking of, like just people that are involved and even like, you know, having someone tell me consistently, like, even if it wasn't like their most favorite episode ever, they're like, I was very interested in that. Um, like just being supportive, I think is having people that support you and having people that like are, are there, uh, no matter what is super important. So how do you separate the friend that tells you what you need to hear from the asshole. Who? I mean, you kind of know who's the asshole or not, right? <laughs> yeah, and for me, like, I, I'm looking at that now. Like, I have friends who are assholes. And meeting you guys and other people, I'm realizing the way you give me feedback and the way you tell me how to, like, correct me on certain things... You don't make me feel like an asshole. You don't make me feel like shit. You make me realize that there's a difference. Or you you gave that didn't give me an option, but you just didn't make me feel like shit. Like my other friends like will make me regret of a move I made instead of telling me like maybe this is what, what was meant to happen. Right. Like the conversation we had before we got on here was like I'm, I want to make a move I want to do this I want to do that and it went off and it said Chance was just empowering me saying hey it may not be going your way but we're going to use that as a stepping stone or you're going to use that as a stepping stone and you're going to use them so that you don't get fucked over you know what I mean you're going to fuck them over and it here's the thing like if I talk about that with my other friend who was an asshole it was like you just getting fucked, bro. You, you just getting played out. And it's hard for me to, like, if you're listening and you're like, what is he talking about? Just in general, in life, anything. It could be anything. Sure. Those friends would make you feel like shit. Or not empowering you to do better or do the right thing. Those are friends that you don't need around. Like, yes, you grew up with them. Yes, they were always there for you. But maybe... That's not a good thing because maybe they they didn't know who else would put up with their shit. You understand what I'm saying? You know what that reminds me of? That kind of reminds me of single people giving advice to married folk. <laughs> kind of like, yeah, you know, he ain't shit. And you're wondering, well, damn, why are you saying? Or my favorite. When know, does that happen? Single people giving advice to married folk. I feel like it's right. the other way around. It's like word or my favorite. Uh, whenever you were, were in high school, I don't know if anyone had these, but the career counselor, I'm just like, well, damn, if you're so good at your job, how come you're a career counselor and you're not doing like, <laughs> like so people, you in one of these jobs. <laughs> no. So I was just like, well, we're like, okay, like if you knew this is what you're supposed to do, how come you're not doing it? Yeah. So the idea is that misery loves company 
And at the end of the day, when you surround yourself with people who are maybe aspiring to do something different, whether I'm an aspiring musician, Jonathan is an aspiring actor, musician, artist. He's not aspiring, he's already doing it. Matter of fact, we're gonna go ahead and show off some of his work and probably do some exclusive products. Um, Jonathan, if you don't know, he is a freaking amazing artist just in general. Not just audio, but just visually, just he's, he's awesome. And it's make a long story short, um, it's just a matter of surrounding. I, I believe that the secret sauce to making it to the 2% of living with people who are kind of living their dreams is surrounding yourself with people who are aspiring for their dreams because then it becomes healthy competition. Like I have a show coming out coming soon. Jonathan has a show coming out coming soon. Sarah has a show right now. And we all have this healthy competition amongst each other. So it's no longer of, oh, Sarah, you suck at this. It's like, yes, Sarah, I'm going to take a dump on your podcast because I'm going to get more followers <laughs> than you. So it's just, uh, I think I think the secret sauce, like JR said, is the people that you surround yourself with, as well as what you said, Sarah. It, it reminds me of that those, those memes where you see, like, the lions and they're all together and stuff like that. It's like surround yourself with other strong individuals or some shit like that. But, like, you look at those memes and you're like, yeah, I'm going to post that. Are you fucking living that? Are you doing that? Because here's the thing. Like, I, I, I would think about reposting that and I'd look at it and I'm like, yeah, I do. But at the time, I didn't. I didn't surround myself with other people who would be uplifting or who was as strong as I want to be and inspire as I want to be. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I know it seems like we're getting off topic, but the no. thing is, like... This is a part of it. Like, you settle for so many things in life. Like, you settle on your friends because you think that's the only friends you can fucking have. You settle on relationships because you think that's that's the relationship you're meant to be and let's just make it work. Or you settle at the job because you're like, this is the only thing I'm qualified for. And uh, they pay me pretty good. Like, why am I going to leave? But guess what? You don't go anywhere. You're not going to make any moves. The relationship is always going to be the same. That job, yeah, it's not going anywhere. But you're not fucking moving up. Those friends, they're going to be in the same place that they've always been. And you're going to be in the same place if you continue down that path. Yeah, you want to keep moving forward. Yeah. It's so funny that you said that. Because like you said, it's very easy to be comfortable. But just to be uncomfortable, the only thing that's constant is change. And from what you said, my last job, I got fired from, right? But now that I look back at it, if I didn't get fired from my job, I wouldn't be at the awesome job that I'm at right now. Or um, college. I didn't graduate from the first college I went to uh, because I had a call like it is. I had to bury my parents. And with all that stuff that went on, I'm back in school, y'all. So I'm getting you know, my life back together. But if I didn't go to that school that I didn't graduate from, I wouldn't have met my beautiful wife. So looking back at all, oh, if I wasn't in that terrible relationship and I didn't break up with that crazy, if I didn't break up with that, yeah, we'll call it crazy, with that crazy girl, <laughs> it would just... I wouldn't be with my beautiful wife. So at the time, when you go through these things, you wonder how come, Cause let's be honest, I was in a terrible relationship because I didn't have self-worth. I was like, I'd much rather be miserable in a relationship than by myself 
and happy because I didn't think I was worth being loved. That's why I was in that relationship and I left it. And then I got upgraded. God hooked the brother up and upgraded me. I got fired from a job that I worked at five years, giving my blood, sweat, and tears. And I was basically put out on the streets. I worked at a housing property and I lived where I worked. They let me go, accused me of stealing, realized that I didn't steal, had me kept it, uh, had me uh, still leave and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. But now if it wasn't for me getting fired, I wouldn't have had so many opportunities. So once again, you only have one life. And at the end of the day, the world just doesn't revolve around one thing. You know, so if your job's not here, that person you're dating is not around, or those friends leave you high and dry, the sun will continue to rise. We're going to continue to do our podcast. You know, nothing's going to change except, you know, the the world's going to continue to spin. Well, I kind of feel the same way. I I saw a quote the other day on um, Instagram because we were talking about kind of like, would I still be happy? Like if I was still, um, I don't know, staying to like the same norms as uh, as what I'm doing. And and, uh, it said, I would rather die of burns in the flames of my passion than live a slow death in the comfort of conformity. And I like I kind of agree with you, Chance, in the fact that like I, I like I want to surround myself with people that are going to continuously like challenge me. Um, not necessarily like you were saying that uh, we're not in competition, and the fact that we each have our own thing that we're working on. Like I don't feel like I need to compete with you. I don't feel like I need to compete with like my best friend. But I feel that like I want to rise higher than what I am. And I think that's what like a lot of people feel um, that sometimes you just feel like you're stuck in a rut and you need to, uh, whether it be your job or a relationship um, or, you know, anything that's going on in life, you, you want to be able to like continue to go up. Like, you don't want to stay at, like, a, you know, solid level. Like, you, you want to progress, especially as you get older. You want to feel, I don't know, that <clears throat> you've made, like, a difference. you made a change that what you're doing is working towards something new. Mm. Um, so I, I certainly agree that, like, you know, surround yourself with people that you feel like are bettering you. Um, and like try to do things that you feel are uh, making you better. Like if you're in a job that you feel like isn't going to be the end all be all or like is not going to lead to something new, like, you know, maybe keep, you know, riding it out because maybe you got some good benefits, but keep looking around. Like it's not going to be forever. You're not going to be at that school forever. You're not going to be in that situation for like the complete long haul. So keep looking forward rather than just looking at the present. And uh, (coughs) sorry about that, y'all. We're actually... This is live in effect, so right now we got some puppies. You know, oh, like puppies? I know, I saw, uh, like, um, Mafia? Yeah. I got my dog running around. Yeah. Hi, Mafia. I'm recording right now. 
The dog is in better shape. Little than me. claps. He's so cute. Though. The dog has like a six pack. No, wow. really. I know. It's like the. It's like he goes to the gym. Yeah, I feel more than I do. I need to get my life. But your life situation. I'm, I'm gonna wrap. I'm gonna say my my last What's thing about thoughts? about everything. At the end of the day. I know. I'm, I'm trying so hard not to say that. I was gonna so say it for you. That's, That's why I, my, my thing. At the end I of the day, my last words are, uh, um, like I said, and if you've been listening, I've been going through some changes in my life. Like, uh, uh how do I say this? Like, I I was in a relationship for quite some time, and I decided like I needed to make a change in that. And um, we both talked about it like adults, and like I made a, a. We both made that decision and move on and do what we have to do, and I, I think, it was just that we needed to focus on happiness, and I could have stood there and it was funny because somebody explained to me like wait it out, see what if it works out, or just wait out till this happens or that happens. No, don't do that. Don't wait until something makes you happy. It's either you're happy or you're not. You need to push yourself to 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 do more or be more. You should never be happy or just stay like stagnant of where you're at. If you are, like if you're just good at where you're at, like you're you're not gonna push yourself any farther. So don't complain about who you're with or what you're doing. Or they're not pushing you, or this is not happening, or that's not happening. That's your fault. And I don't want to blame anybody else. And I don't want to blame myself because I didn't make those moves. I didn't say I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna sacrifice my stability of a relationship or like the home that I have and everything for happiness. Like I wanna go for my happiness. I put that at risk any other time. You know what I mean? I will put that risk a hundred times over. Like, will I go back and do it again? I will. I will. Why? It's because I don't think it's good for you to just be okay where you're at. I think you need to push yourself. Yeah, I think you need to realize that happiness is is more than anything. Is mental health. It's like like I feel better. Like, I feel more focused and clear-minded. I feel, like, I, I honestly feel good. And when we talk about surrounding myself with people, like, I'm literally stopped talking to certain individuals because I, I felt as though, like, they are not there for my, my to help me, to uplift me. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I, I'll still love them. But, like, you, Chance, Sarah, like... A, a, a whole bunch of this different individuals that I always kept on arm's length because like I was like oh they're cool but like I know what I know and I'm gonna just stick with that no these people make me happy you guys are uplifting and I'm gonna push away what I know my friendship with whoever or my relationship or my job or whatever it is I'm gonna push all that away and I'm gonna take a risk on to find things that I love to do what makes me feel good and I don't care what anybody thinks as long as I feel good about what, what moves I made and I like at the end of the day, like <laughs> I'm I, I'm so clear minded. And this is where the whole 
thing of me saying I'm Jonathan now. Like my radio or podcast voice could be JR, yes. But like if you see me somewhere, you call me Jonathan. Because I am a different person. That is two different personas. That that person, JR, was that person who was not happy, who acted like a child and was just letting other things make decisions for him. And being okay where he was at. Me right now, Jonathan, is striving to do more, learning more, and like surrounding himself with lions. You know what I mean? Like, that's right, I'm that meme right now that I'm surrounding myself with lions because I want to be that strong. And if it, that means putting everything at risk, fuck it. Like, I don't care what I need to put at risk to make myself feel better. Like, to make myself feel good. I don't want to lie to myself at all about where I need to be or who I need to be with or what I what I need to do. No, I want to be happy with what I do. I want to, I want to be able to lay my head down and not stress about where I'm at, what I'm doing, who I'm with, or whatever. Just learn that you need to step out and be you no matter what the risk is. You can lose it all. There's people who lost it all and bounce right back. You know what I mean? So many people. And maybe that may not be you, but you'll never know. You want to have that what if? That is the worst feeling in the world is that what if? What if I made that move? No, man. Make that fucking move. Do it. I waited so long, so many years to say, I'm going to change this. When I, when people say 2020 is my year or this year is going to be my year, no. It's not the year or whatever it is. It is today. It starts today when you make that change. It starts then when you make that change. I'm one of those. Yeah. That's it. That's it. 2020 is my year. No. No. <laughs> Today is going to be my year this year. <laughs> no, but I will say that in order for you to fly into the water of success, you have to remove the weight because a bird can't fly if it's kind of chained down to weight or necessary things. And um, I want to leave you guys with a quote, as I always do. And it's by Eckhart Tolle. I know we have a whole bunch of quotes here. I had a great quote. This won't top it, but it says, sometimes letting things go is an act of far greater power than defending or hanging on. And with that, we're going to let you hang on to this quote. We appreciate you guys listening to us consistently. Um, But, you know, once again, we do what we love because we're passionate about it. And hopefully you can do the same. So this is Chance. This is Sarah. And this is Jonathan. You've been listening to Sobat yesterday. And until next week, we'll see you. But yeah, just just follow your dreams. Just do it. Start now. Follow your dreams. Make yourself uncomfortable. Get it out there. Email us. If you want to share some of your dreams, please email us at sobatyesterday at gmail.com. Share share your happiness. Yeah. Share your, your story about happiness. Please tell us in an email. Like, send us. I get so excited. It's like snail mail. Please send me an email if you're listening to us. I don't like. I don't care if you're my mom or whoever you are. Just send. <laughs> just send us an email and like. It's uh, so about yesterday at gmail.com. 
Yeah, and if you have a talent or something, then hopefully we can go ahead and share your talent with the rest of the world on our Instagram and with our fans. And like, tell us what you want to hear about. Yeah. Uh, Is there any topics that you guys want to like listen to? If you're listening pretty consistently, like, give us give us an idea. Tell us what we should talk about. And also, if anyone, the first person that gives us an idea via email will win whatever in my left pocket. Yeah. Next week, you guys will find out what's in that left pocket. Oof. Could be Some more three things. Could be left. I hop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. All right. Some more I hop. But um, surprise! Out. It's Waffle House. Just kidding. Yes, and shout out to Sarah's mom, who's freaking amazing. Always like supporting yeah. us. Love uh, I love mom. you, Miss Moore. You're amazing. Hello. You're like, man, you're, man, man, I'm going to buy you a house. You're beautiful. Are you going to buy her a house? Damn right I am. <laughs> She's like, yeah. God damn. Yeah. Gonna, yes, ma'am. You're going to stomp on over me. No, and I love I love hearing my mom at the end of the episodes, too. Yes, that is super mom. I don't like swear words. I know I love it. Man, that's, man, man. Okay. She wants to do a new one. I'm going home for Christmas. Cool. Uh, just to let everyone know. So I'll be home the week of Christmas. Um, so we might record a new... Uh, record a few of them. Yep it. The mom. Yeah. That's she awesome. loves it. Yeah, it's great. She but likes anyway, me. we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for yeah. everything. We love you. All right. We love all of you. How do you work this thing? Oh, this is Sarah's mom. And this is my favorite podcast. I don't really care for swear words, but I do care about you subscribing and listening every Thursday. Mama knows best.